Hello, here we are uh, for episode three of Six Figures, Two Vehicles, and a Playset. Six Figures, Two Vehicles, and a Playset. Instead of uh, having Noel with me tonight, I'm here with a good friend, Travis. Uh, Travis is a buddy that owns a shop, a toy shop. Um, cool stuff shop here uh, locally and uh, we decided to get together and and try and come up with some toy lines um do you want to say hello travis hi everyone uh name's travis so yeah travis otard owner operator of omega level toys and comics here in slidell louisiana uh to jonathan's point we've been become pretty good friends in the community over the last couple years and so I'm excited to be a part of this podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty sweet to just be sitting here surrounded by awesome stuff and talking about toys. It's like the kind of the dream yeah. uh, as far as I'm concerned. Well, we, we got together because we wanted to come up with toy lines. And uh, Travis, uh, has you've always been like this, the hugest fan of Big Trouble in Little China. Um, I know you've got an amazing tattoo. Your whole arm is, is just covered in, in Big Trouble stuff. My entire um, right arm. So when, when I came up with the idea for this podcast, that was you were one of the first people that I thought of to, to do this with because I knew that you would have some really cool ideas about that movie specifically. Yeah. Um, and I I just rewatched it. It's been it actually hadn't been that long since I watched it, but even watching it again, I I revisited so many things that like I just forgot about. Just amazing parts and just super cool stuff. So I can't wait to hear what you come up with for Big Trouble in Little China. So I'm going to stop talking and let you go. All right, so the prerequisite, we got to have six figures, two vehicles, and a play set. Uh, do you want it to go in any specific order, or you just want me to go? Um, we, we've we've always started with the figures first. Okay. And, and just to be clear, if you come up with more than six figures, that's fine too. Right, oh, um, there's more. <laughs> uh, I mean, that was one of the things that blew my mind uh, re-watching it, was like, how do you condense this down to six figures? It's, I think it's impossible. Um, but I do have a couple of, of interesting ideas, but but I, okay. I, I, want, I think you might have come up with them too, so... I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna take take the the joy away from you. So, <laughs> so <clears throat> when we're thinking about it, I'm not thinking about it just from the the figures themselves, but thinking about the marketing as well, and thinking about what we've seen in current toy lines, whether it be uh, build a figure parts, whether it be uh, exclusive box sets or things like that. So I hadn't even considered the build a figure angle, and it, that's fucking genius. <laughs> I, that that solves some really big issues. So I'm really glad you said that. So if we're going to start with figures, all right, obviously my figures are going to be a six-inch scale, okay, right, because six inches is the standard, in my opinion, for action figures. I like three and three-quarter. It's okay, but uh, Marvel Legends really set the tone for me in my personal collecting. And I, I really enjoy what McFarlane is doing with the 7-inch, but I'm going to say 6-inch scale is where I'm going to go. So everything that I'm going to talk about is going to be in scale to work with each other, not like an Ecto-1 that doesn't fit the figures under the same banner. <clears throat> yes. Obviously, the first figure has got to be Jack Burton. He's the star of the movie. He's, he's on the poster. He's, it's his story. It's his interaction. He's the one that gets in big trouble in Little China. Totally. Right? So... 
for the the core Jack Burton figure, you're gonna have the blue jeans, the tank top. He's gonna come with the knife. He's gonna come with the the gun. Just standard, and we'll say two heads. He'll have a regular head, and he'll have the smirking head. Okay. Right? So, we got Jack. Second figure, we got to have the antagonist. So, it's going to be Lopan. And we're going to go with uh, Ghoul David Lopan as the the seven-foot-tall wizard, right? He changes sizes multiple times in people's minds. He does. He never looks too tall to me in the movie. He does. (laughs) Uh, but it's very important, so he has to have the headdress, he has to have the pale skin, uh, and as far as accessories for this version of Lopan, he's just going to come with an alternate face that smiles, Okay. and then he'll have alternate hands where he can, you can change him to pose him like the, the come here with the fingers, Okay. like he does when Jack first encounters him in the alleyway. Right, that's such right. a great introduction to that villain. Exactly. I, I love that. That scene's fantastic. All right, so we've got two figures. Jack could not have gotten through the adventure without his sidekick, Wang. Right. And so Wang is just going to be... He, he, he's a necessary figure, but I don't envision a lot of bells and whistles. He's going to be very poseable, very much like a Shang-Chi in the Marvel Legends line, because he is a martial artist. There's a few dynamic poses he does throughout the movie. But he doesn't really change appearance. Right. He's pretty much in that that same costume throughout. So I figure Wang, he'll have the katana blade that he has later on in the movie. But that's it. That That's what you're getting. Um, you can have maybe an alternate head. One that's regular and one that's concerned. That makes sense. Right? Yeah, I, I uh, with, with him, I kept on waiting. Uh, as I was watching the movie, I kept on trying to figure out, like, okay, what is his toy going to do? But, like... He eventually, like you said, he eventually does so much cool... Like, I mean, he's, he's got all the best fights, right? Yes. Like, he's just flipping all over the place, and he, he's Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, like, specifically that with the sword, like, that that style of, yeah. of sword fighting. But, like, it wasn't until that last fight that I was... I, I even wrote anything down for him. I, I wrote down Scarf, Hat, Photo, Lighter? Like... He comes with a, you know, there's yeah. a bunch of little things he could come with, but none of it's that exciting, especially for a toy. Yeah, it, so I would say standard figure of him, just the sword, um, but probably like on par with a super articulated Spider-Man figure because he's totally got to get into some crazy martial arts poses. And that's Shang-Chi, like you said. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. All right, so figure number four. Every line has got to have at least the one female. And while Miao Yin plays an important part in the story, I'm going to go with Gracie Law on this. I Makes think sense. I think we need her. Uh, this version of her, though, is going to be the reporter version. Okay. So the sweater, um, the sunglasses, at the airport where she's waiting on Miao Yin. Right, right. Right. Just a standard girl figure. It's got to go, you know, with the, the, the boy meets girl, all that good stuff. Uh, and then that's what that's got us at four. That's four. And so with with Gracie, I was I was so frustrated because I, okay, I'm a big Kim Cattrall fan. I'm sure you are too. Yes. Uh, I kept waiting for her character to do something other than just be the exposition dump. And and again, I, it's it hasn't been that long since I watched the movie, but I guess I just like because she's so gorgeous in the movie, I just love her no matter what she does. But she doesn't really do anything. Right. So like the only thing I could come up with for her was like. She has a big bag, 
And like maybe she has an alternate head that's soaking wet. Soaking wet. I was about to say, for for Gracie in that outfit, she's got to have the alternate head that's soaking wet, so you can do the sewer escape scene. Right. Perfect. Okay. Right. Uh, and then we've got to have the three storms. Yeah. But I'm not going to put those as core figures yet. Okay. 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 So before we get to them, we're going to bring in Egg Shen. Okay. Got to have Egg Shen. Uh, this is. Egg Shen from Act Three, right? Yeah, right. I mean, when he's doing stuff. Yes, <laughs> um, he's gonna have the six demon bag. He's gonna have the little bottle of potion, the the strength serum or whatever they call it. Yeah, um, I forget the name and I should know it, but I, I just <laughs> watched it and I don't remember him saying what it was. What's in it, Egg? I, I just remember that <laughs> it's the it's the dry ice drink. Yes, yes, <laughs> uh, and and that's great that you said that because. Marvel Legends has done a great job recently when you've got characters that fire guns like War Machine, Black Widow, they've got the smoke effect. Oh, yeah. So you're going to have the translucent smoke effect that's going to attach to the little potion bottle. That would be cool. That would right? be cool as hell. All right. So, and a crossbow. Yes. you <laughs> got to have the crossbow, too. So that's our... So we got Jack, Gracie, Wang, Egg, Lopan. Lopan. Yeah. We need at least one more figure in the core line. Give me a second. There's so many good options. There is, but I've got other things planned. So I'm gonna do well, so I don't <laughs> want I don't want to do the Chinese wild man, and here's why. Each one of the six figures comes with a build a figure piece for the Chinese wild man. Is that the like sewer monster yes. guy? Okay, okay. Yes. Uh so I don't want to do him. Um I guess we will put in lightning okay. because he is the the most popular of the three, but this is gonna be Ending sequence lightning. He doesn't have his hat. Okay. It's the one that the boulder falls on. Right, right. Right? Well, no, he puts his hat on back before that. Yeah, he. so it would be like him when he sword fights with uh, with, with uh, Wang? Wang. No, no. Was, no, because... Uh, or is that not him? That's that's Rain. Oh, that's Rain. Oh, because Rain dies. Right, because yeah. he dies. Okay, right. Right, because light, lightning is kind of absent in that fight, right? Until he, like, collapses the yes. skull thing. Yeah. So, I guess we're going to go with lightning with the hat. He's going to have the lightning effects. Okay. And he's kind of... Uh, I don't even remember what he looks like now without everything on. Oh, I remember. He's got the spiky black hair. Okay. Um, and kind of like a baby face. Okay. He's, he's very youngish. Uh, definitely looks the youngest of the three storms. Okay. And he's definitely the least memorable looking without the hat. Yeah. I think. Yeah. All right. So, we'll have lightning. And then, as I said, you've technically got a seventh figure because they're all going to come with a Build-A-Figure part to make the Chinese wild man. Okay. That's great. All right. Now, here's where shit pops off. Yeah. All right. So, three-pack. Not exclusive anywhere, but it's just a three-pack. It's the three storms. Okay. So, this is going to get you lightning, rain, and thunder. This is them from the alleyway. So, they come with their little knife okay. that they throw. They come with their hats. Uh, and they're in that garb because they right. change costumes a couple times throughout the movie right is it it's this it's pretty much the when they have the hats on it's pretty much the same right yeah okay so this is like the hat garb yes okay so and it's going to be a three-pack box set and it's going to have a backdrop that's going to look like the alleyway okay right that just great. the window packaging you know uh next we will do uh, i'll come back to the figures Okay. Because I want to get to the vehicles, sure. and then we're going to come back to a couple of like exclusives. So the vehicles, number one, has got to be the Pork Chop Express. Sure. Yeah. That's it. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, how, how could you even do big big trouble in Little China without the pork chop? Experience? The biggest thing that pisses me off about something like buying a, a Nintendo 64 is you get a controller and no game. Yeah. So I'm not going to take the pork chop express and not have a figure. Okay. So with that, that's going to be the only way to get Trucker Jack. Okay. Which is the sunglasses, the hat. He's got the half-eaten sandwich. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, and the CB will be removable from the dash so he could put it in his hand. I, would it okay? I know it's actually a CB, but since it's the Pork Chop Express, shouldn't it be a ham radio? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, and this is no trailer. This is just the truck. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there's no way you'd be able to to sell that. Yeah. It would. It would cost like three hundred dollars, right? Right. Yeah. Because we're doing six inch scale. So yeah, just the truck. Uh, but that's the only way to get Trucker Jack. Uh, and so with with the Trucker Jack. Uh, the other, the other essential accessory, I the think, saddlebag. is saddlebags. Yes, because I would buy a toy for those saddlebags, <laughs> it, no matter what it was. Almost like I would probably buy a, a hundred dollar uh, giant truck from, even if it was a movie I didn't love, just to get those saddlebags. <laughs> and now, when you think about Big Trouble in Little China, there's not very many vehicles in it. The Pork Chop Express, pretty iconic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one that comes to mind would be Egg Shen's tour bus. That's the only other one that I could think of. Yeah. And that's going to get you tour driver Egg Shen. So in like the, it's like a plaid button down shirt he's wearing. Yeah, yeah. Hair's a little disheveled. It's not the same as we're going to storm the castle Egg Shen. I'm stumped as far as more vehicles. Like I really think it's the truck and the bus and that's it. The only other vehicle <clears throat> I saw was that. Oh, no, the car. car. The yeah. car from the airport. Yes, there is a third one. And that is going to come with that little triad gang. Okay. Okay. So you get a car, and then four gang members. Yes. And maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe Mao Yen is stuffed in the trunk, real uncomfortably. So let me retcon. <laughs> Mao Yen comes with the car. Okay. The gang is going to come in two packs. Okay. But not with each other. So very much like the Neca Turtles, where you've got a turtle and a foot soldier. So you're going to have another chance to get Gracie. Okay. Because she's going to come with one of the gang members. Okay. Wang with one of the gang members. Jack with one of the gang members. And then... What's there four? I thought there was just three. I I can't specifically remember. But, I mean, there's definitely other gang members. Because there's, right. like, the two different fighting gangs. Well, no. But, I mean, in that airport scene, I thought it okay. was just three of them. There's one with the slit glasses. I definitely remember the glasses. Because, like, the idea I had for those guys was to have uh, one generic gang member, and he comes with, like, four different heads and maybe, like, different arms so you could have the sleeveless jacket. So um, that would piss off less people than my two-packs. Well, the two-packs are cool, though, as long as it's variants of those, uh, the characters. Because people would, there would be people yeah. who would want those. It, it, so it would be like the Marvel Legends, where it's overall the same figure, but it's going to have a different face sculpt. You could always do like Dorky Jack when he when he goes into the brothel, right? You know, when well, he well, no, up. we're getting the Ron Swan or not Ron Swanson. What it's, I forget his name. Ron Swanson's from uh, Parks and Rec, yeah. but it's like something Swanson. <laughs> it was like Walter or something. Yeah, like, like Walter Swanson's my name and Action's my game, something like that. We're gonna get to him. Money's no object. Yes. So yeah, the two packs. I feel like there's three gang members, but I could be wrong. Uh, but we're going to do... Three sounds right. One with a Jack, one with a Wang, one with a... <laughs> that didn't sound right. One with a Grace, <laughs> And then Miao Yin, which you can stuff in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
that that scene that scene cracked me up like they the car goes driving by right and and then the camera the camera's just in the in back she's just <laughs> poor Malian. all right spends the whole movie crammed in a trunk and comatose hovering over stuff yes all right so before we get into the playset there's going to be miniature playsets that are very much like the simpsons okay where you've got little dioramas that you can connect to make this overarching world. However, there's going to be one big playset, and I'm sure you know what it is. But I don't before actually. Before we get to that, so a couple of different dioramas that I thought up, and these are going to come with figures too. So you've got to have the Hell of a Thousand Daggers, I believe is what it's called. Okay. And that's where Jack and Wang are tied up in the wheelchairs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you get to meet old man lopan right so it'll come with the three wheelchairs it won't come with jack and wang you'll have to get those separate but it will come with old man lopan and his wheelchair it's like electric wheelchair yes you were not put here to get it mr jack button (laughs) it's always so it's crazy watching that movie seeing uh james james hong james hong uh seeing him in old man makeup when most of the time when I've seen that guy, he's just been an old guy. Right. So, like, you see him in that movie and he's actually not an old, not that old. And uh, it's just kind of crazy that he's he's got all this makeup on to look super withered and old. And it's just <laughs> a cool experience. All right. So, now we need to do... Yes. I want the underground caverns. Yeah. That, right? Oh, man, that scene caught me off guard because up to that point, the movie had been super silly yeah and then when they go through that tunnel underwater and there's all those corpses hanging there oh my god it's like from a different movie oh man it was fucking like so wait are you talking about you're talking about when they're escaping yeah like when the water rises up underneath them i'm talking about i'm talking about when they're getting into lopan's palace okay they're doing the secret underground so you've got the the storefront which is the dragon of the black pool yes and then there's going to be an entryway into like almost a subterranean layer. Okay. So this is going to be a fairly big dio. It's not the biggest. It's not the big playset. You could consider this a playset, but you're going to have the Dragon of the Black Pool. Then you'll have a small cavern sequence, uh, and that is where I think you would put in some of those uh, the yellow gang members. Okay. With the different heads and different arms, like you were talking about. So maybe two bodies, but six different profiles oh yeah you'd have some angry people yeah because they you know there'd be people that want like 12 of those guys well we can release those later kind (laughs) of like hasbro does with a troop builder you'll have a generic one that won't come with all the extra heads but if you've got the play set you've got all these extra accessories you thought this through really well (laughs) (laughs) you thought it through better than hasbro does (laughs) all right uh, another dio that I think needs to be included is the the test chamber, which is where Lopan has the 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 three storms kind of perform their katas okay. in front of Gracie and Mal like preparing them for the yes, ceremony. Yes, for the, the they have to test, they have to tame the burning blade, which is they have to be able to grab the sword. Gotcha. That's how he knows that they're worthy and they will appease his god. Uh, and then they both pass the test. So you've got to have the Dio. And in that, you will get a Gracie and a Miao Yin in the ceremonial dresses 
but you're only going to get the head that has the blacked out eyes or whited out eyes. Okay. You're not going to get a standard head on either one of them. And the reason is because you're going to get another diorama, but I'm going to get to that one after. Let's okay. get to the playset. The playset is going to be Lopan's Palace. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. It's going to come with, so it's going to be huge. You're talking like Super 7 Snake Mountain size. Okay. Uh, you gotta, you, you gotta, gotta have that big uh, <laughs> archway, right? And it's gonna come with four of the palace guards. Okay, that's the guys in the armor. Yes, yeah, those things are so cool. And then it's the only way to get the uh, the beholder, okay. which is the little eye spy thing that he has. So that will be the only way to get him, and you'll get four guards with it. That that is a dagger in my heart because I would. I would probably not spring for that playset, but I would want that little guy. Yeah. So bad. <laughs> and then again, there's more guards, so that would probably be another little troop builder. Yeah. But the Beholder is only coming with that castle. Mm. Hey, you got to sell it somehow. Yes. <laughs> right? And so that's going to be our playset. It's going to have... You're going to be in that main room, so you're not going to be able to go through the whole castle. But sure. you can attach the, the underground lair. So that you can attach the Dragon of the Black Pool. That's a great idea. You're going to have an additional side room, which is the where the wheelchair section goes, where they're having that sequence. You're going to have another side room behind one of the corridors, which is the test corridor. And then you're going to have the final chamber, which is going to come with Gracie, with the headdress off. Okay. And the spear. Yeah. Jack... And he's going to have an exclusive head sculpt with the lipstick on. <laughs> okay. And you're going to have the flesh tone... Lopan. Okay, That's after the he's only... finished the ceremony. Yes, so yeah. he's married Gracie, or married Mao Yin, and tried to marry Gracie. Uh, he's become flesh, and now he's going to have to kill Mao Yin because Gracie got away, and he didn't marry her. Because that was his whole goal. He's like, well, I can kill this one, and I can marry this one, and I get the best of both I worlds. Get to keep one. Right. <laughs> um, so the only way he could stay corporeal is if he did that. Uh, so that's where you're going to get the flesh tone one. You're going to get the alternate head with the knife stuck in it. Yeah. Um, and you're going to have those like Buddhist statues that will have a feature where you press a button and <laughs> it knocks one over that triggers all the rest. That'll be awesome. Right. And then that will attach in there. Uh, and then you're going to have to have like a couple of, I guess, retailer exclusives. Right. So an exclusive two pack to Target that's going to be Wang and Rain from their fight. Okay. So you can already get Rain with the three-pack. Sure. But you can get this one that doesn't have the headdress, has the sword, has the long hair profile. Okay. Uh, and then you're going to need another two-pack of... Or not a two-pack. So how Hasbro does the deluxe figures, where they're a little bit bigger. You got some extra stuff. You're going to get Thunder. Okay. But it's Thunder from the very end when he freaks <laughs> out. So, how to do that, I don't know. There's yeah. going to have to be some sort of feature that expands his body somewhat. Yeah, that would be some some kind of, like, cascading wave of meat comes yes. out of him. <laughs> I don't know how you do that. Or you've got, uh, so very similar to the Monster Venom figure, where the back piece is a separate part, uh. or like Sugar Man. So, you'll have a Thunder figure, and you'll have a front and back torso that will snap onto him. That oh, is cool. the expanded, like... The, with the steam coming out the nose and, yeah. you know, have a pile of cabbage and carrots and stuff for his accessories. <laughs> do you do you remember, I, I may be getting the name of the toy line wrong, but there's this old toy line called, I think, the Infaceables. And they had, like, little rubber bladders in the face and stuff. 
where you could like you would push a little pump on the back and it would like puff out their face hmm. uh, that would be kind of neat to have uh have a thunder that, yeah that his face like i mean it would be like a one note oh yeah toy but but uh you know that would be something the, the technology is there you've got that blood that pumps in mosquito and yeah we've got to have eddie and margo yeah have to be included uh, but I feel like those are going to be like your, hey, Eddie is a GameStop exclusive. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's doing it right. So Yeah, so hey, the... kind of like they did with Stranger Things, like Barb. Yeah. Barb was a GameStop exclusive. Look, you don't have to get her. She's kind of a boring <laughs> character. Eddie well, you're plays gonna, a... You're going to rile up some people talking trash about Well, Barb. you get what I'm saying, though. Like, <laughs> you know, she was... If, if there ever was a plot device, that's yeah. what Barb ended up being. Totally. Uh and I think Eddie, it just serves like an ancillary role. He's not going to be a hot exclusive, but for someone like me that's a diehard Big Trouble in Little China collector, I would have to have an Eddie. You know, I'd go buy him at twenty two ninety nine, and then kick myself when he's on the clearance four way <laughs> in the back of the store three months later for ten bucks, and you get it twenty percent off with a bag. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then Margot would be the same thing. Uh, she would be like maybe a Walmart exclusive. It feels uh, like you could get away with a two-pack for them. Cause, like, so you could, if you want but you Eddie, could not get a two-pack of them. Oh, no. No, no. That oh. wouldn't sell. Oh, no? So what you'd have to do is a two-pack of Jack and Eddie. Okay. Jack in right, the... No retailer would probably order the the Eddie and Margot two-pack. You're right. right. So Jack, but it's Jack from the... The dork Jack. Yes, it's the dork Jack. <laughs> right? And Eddie, and then you could do Margot and another Gracie. You got the oh, okay. So one character that you haven't mentioned, and you may be getting there, is the the two different gang leaders, right? The um, oh, well, like the guy that's been in every movie, Gerald Akamura. Yes. Okay, Gerald Akamura is like a, a household name around around us. Okay, because of his appearance in Samurai Cop, mm-hmm. where you see his taint. <laughs> uh, and so I, I feel like we had to mention him. Plus, he's a cool character. He's got those golden pistols. Yes, uh, he, he shows up a bunch. Like he does a lot of stuff. Like that—that's a character that it hurt me to cut him from my six figures that I like uh, came up with. You know, like that—that's a cool character. And then yeah, the other guy who is in everything too. Right with the the long—he's from Die Hard. He like, or, or am I confusing him? Yeah, no, he's got the hatchets. He's the skinny one. The one you're talking about is the heavy set one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gerald Akamura of uh, Samurai Cop and Little Bigfoot mm-hmm. <laughs> and Vampire Assassin. <laughs> He's in a lot of shitty movies. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you definitely need the two of them too. Um, but I feel like it would be beneficial to pair them up with a member of the other gang. Okay, not with oh, that's each a other. Cool idea, yeah. So that way you get like maybe you don't want both, or. Maybe you're you're going to buy these really cool, iconic bad guys, but not buy these generic soldiers. But then again, you can use those generic soldiers in your underground infiltration of Lopan's palace. And then the last one is a deluxe, oversized box set. Egg Shen versus Lopan with their little spirit monsters yes. cast in translucent resin. Oh, yeah. I, I would love to see those guys as, like, full-on action figures. Yeah. Uh but but I would settle for for just like an effects piece that that comes together. Yeah, those though that was a cool scene for sure. So I think that pretty much does it for me. 
Yeah. Yeah. The only other characters were just sort of like hench people. Right. You know, um, I did kind of want a, uh, similar to the fright zone i wanted like a puppet of that monster that pops out well that would be in the like yeah that would be in the sewer thing i I should have said that but yeah that would definitely be in the sewer thing and actually i forgot you should have another diorama and let's say you don't want to do the build of figures let's say you're just buying multi-packs well you got a diorama that has a chinese wild man okay that can pop out of the like he'll he'll you can put him the painting will have a groove for the figure where you can put his face and have his eyes That'll be great. in it. Or yeah. better yet, not even that. You just, kind of like they do with the Neca Gizmo in the back. Oh, He's the got the movable eyes. eyes. So you have that on the painting. Just on the painting, yeah. But then you have a spot where he can come out and abduct Gracie. Yeah, yeah, that will be great. So, yeah, there you go. I, I think I've pretty much tapped the well. Uh, unless we went into like the expanded comic book, which is not very good. So. That's not something that I'm familiar with. So hey, you, don't don't if, waste your time. <laughs> um, I think you have a movie for me to come up with a toy line for. I absolutely do. So I am challenging you to create a toy line off of the what I consider to be a cult classic. I think it's supposed to be a horror movie, but it's really I don't know what to classify it as. But uh, we're gonna go with House Two. When, uh, when you told me that you wanted to do House 2, and I'm not going to... I guess we could pretend like I'm, I'm on the spot, but I'm not going to do that. Because I think the story behind uh, the choosing of House 2 is more important. Because uh, it's a movie that like I've watched it a bunch of times because it's, it's always been one of those weirdo movies that like... Like you said, like how do you even classify that movie? Like what? It's a comedy. Right. There's some horrific shit in that movie, but like it's not scary ever it's not even really ever uh you don't ever really feel tense in that movie it's just kind of like one of those things that you sit back and watch it happen and uh when you when you suggested it it had been kind of a long time since i watched it so i forgot almost everything so i went back and rewatched it and i'm so glad that i did because it was like it was so much better than i remembered it it, <laughs> it was is like a good movie oh my <laughs> god it was so good like it was there's just so much weird shit in that movie yeah and uh, just to give a quick rundown for people who haven't seen it, it's it's on Amazon Prime right now. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, you should probably pause the podcast and go watch House 2. But if you don't feel like doing that, I'm going to give you a quick rundown of it. So uh, dude moves into this house, and it's this crazy house. It's got like, it looks like it's it's like a, a, a McMansion styled like an Aztec well, temple. It's willed to him, isn't it? Yeah, it's like his parents get killed. That that's like right at the beginning of the movie. His parents get killed, and uh, it's just this crazy house. Like, it's it, you go in and there's this massive staircase, and it, the, all the uh, the styling on the architecture is like it makes me think of like an Aztec temple. It's yeah. like, and so he just like shows up with his girlfriend, and they move in, and crazy shit starts to happen. His yuppie friend shows up with his girlfriend. And then, for some reason, Bill Maher shows up, and um, they dig up a corpse. They uh, start to find all of these crazy rooms in the house. And I know I'm looking at you telling it to you like you don't know what I'm talking about. No, I'm like, just reliving the movie in my head. It's as just like it. this this crazy <clears throat> shit. Like they they the girlfriends leave with Bill Maher, which that's never a good idea to let your girlfriend go off with Bill Maher. <laughs> She's either gonna. Uh, He's either going to hit on her or uh, or he's going to turn her into a shithead like he is. Right. Uh, so so they leave with Bill Maher. 
Then the two guys go and they dig up the dude's uncle or, or grandparent, grandpa, grandpa, they dig up his grandpa and he's alive inexplicably. Mm-hmm. Then they come back to the house and then at some point they go out of the basement and there's a party happening that I don't think was ever set up beforehand. I don't think they knew the party was going to happen. No, I think they just wandered into it. it. Like, what are like, all these people doing there's here? Thousands of people in my house. And then, like, a caveman comes out of a room, and they they have to go and, like, get this crystal skull. You know, years before Indiana Jones had anything to do with the crystal skull, they have the crystal skull. And then there's, like, a skeleton cowboy. uh, There's a catter puppy. There's a little baby pterodactyl. There's, I mean, it's just a crazy, a crazy movie. Definitely you should watch it if you haven't seen it. So after watching the movie, I I, I wrote down a whole bunch of notes, but honestly, the first thing I thought of was six different Caterpuppy variants. I know. And you call it a day. The reason why I pitched this movie to you is because of the Caterpuppy. And I knew you were going to merchandise the shit out of that Caterpuppy like they did with Baby Yoda. Yeah, I mean, that's the new... uh, There's going to be Funko Pops. There's going to be plushies. There's going to be electronic plushies. There's going to be one that fucking glows like a glow worm. I'm like, I'm offended that there aren't... There's no official Caterpuppy merchandise. Like, that license has to be cheap as shit. And they don't have a Caterpuppy. Like... The only Caterpuppy thing I've ever seen is a custom that some guy did like 20 years ago, and they go for like thousands of dollars on eBay. And yeah. it's like a, it looks like a um, reaction style thing where he just like molded a Caterpuppy and put it on a card. Shameful. <laughs> okay, so I go through the movie, and I, and these are the characters that I came up with. All right, and I'm gonna kind of go in the order that they show up in the movie, and I'll address the characters and whether or not they get a figure. So, so the first people that we see, we get um, Slim Razor, which is our villain of the movie. Uh, and then we get the two parents. Well, I don't think the parents deserve toys. They don't, no one's going to want those. No. Um, Molded bodies on a base. Yeah, that, that'd be fun. <laughs> Maybe it's like a feature on the playset or something. Yeah. It's just like they get shot and that's it. Um, but Slim Razor, uh, I'm going to actually port him over to the vehicles because, uh, he's going to come with his horse. Okay. So, so we'll get to that. Uh, so then the next people that show up, we got Jesse, uh, who is our main character and he's, he's a weird looking dude. I, 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 one of my favorite things about this movie is how weird all the people look like. No one looks like, uh, people that are in movies nowadays. Like, so Jesse looks like if you took... I think you might be going to say exactly what I'm thinking. So he looks really like so. Andrew McCarthy and uh, oh, what is his name? The dude from Gross Point Blank uh, and Better uh, Off oh, John Dead. Cusack. John Cusack. If you took John Cusack and you took Andrew McCarthy from Weekend at Bernie's. Right. Okay. okay. And you merge the two of them like on a you know a Facebook or a Photoshop thing, <laughs> and you put their faces together. Like it's gonna have Andrew McCarthy's hair. It's gonna have a lot of John Cusack's features, but just enough that you can recognize both, even though it doesn't look like neither. That's Jesse. I I was gonna say it looks like both of the perfect strangers were melded into one. Person. I could see that too. I could definitely see that too. He's got like the bulky nose, but yes. then he's kind of got the eyes of the other guy and the hair of the other guy. And I think you're on the same wavelength as me because it's it's the it's the John Cusack nose and eyes, but it's the the overall like head shape. Like if you saw him from a distance, you'd think, "Is that Andrew McCarthy?" And then when you got up, any of those four people, right, right. (laughs) Uh, So so for him, I think 
I think he would be in his kind of uh, Canadian tuxedo that he wears for most of the movie. I think there's a couple of times he's in pajamas or whatever, right. but but that's mostly you got him in the like white t-shirt, denim jacket, denim mm-hmm. uh, jeans. Uh, he's got to come with uh, his pistol lighter that he that he has in the one scene. Uh, he's got his sword for fighting the uh, the Aztec ninjas that show up at some <laughs> right. point. Um, and and that's about it. Um, oh oh, and I, I didn't even say this. So the the lens that I'm looking at these toys through is if you want to picture the old Dick Tracy toy line. Okay. The kind of like squat. Playmates put those out, right? I, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. So kind of squat, exaggerated features, very cartoony. Um, you could have some like removable clothing, like hats and stuff yeah. like that. And so they have, they can come with these big accessories that they can easily hold and carry around. So that's, that's what I'm uh, picturing this whole toy line through as the uh, the Dick Tracy. Before you go further, I want to say this. Thinking about that party scene, I feel like when Gary and Wyatt tell everyone at the weird science party they got to leave the house, they just go to this these people's <laughs> house. Like I think House Two is actually their second party because it's all those same crazy '80s characters it that is. just show up. There's like people in costumes for some reason. Yeah. It's almost like you expect to see the dog and the guy from The Shining. Right. Like, off on one side. And, like, oh, yeah, it, it's a crazy party scene. It's worth watching the movie for the party scene all, all on its own. Uh, and I even felt the anxiety, too, that, that guy, the guy is, like, going around cleaning up because it's his house and yeah. he's responsible for it. It's like, who the fuck are all these people? <laughs> Why are they in my house? <laughs> I just I just inherited it. Right. So, so his girlfriend, too, um, I, I, I'm looking to see if I wrote her name down because I don't remember it. Man, I, I so I remember his face so vividly and I can't even remember what she looks like. She, uh, th- That is another example of this movie having these interesting looking people. She's gorgeous. I'm picturing Tila from the Man Masters of the Universe movie. Uh, she looks kind of like Amy Smart. Okay. But like, and I can't remember the actress's name, um... It's like Lark something or other. I I, I looked the it up. The only Lark I can think of is Lark uh, Voorhees, which is from a... Yeah, not Lark Voorhees, <laughs> for sure. Uh, so her, her name is Kate. I did write that down. The And I also wrote down that this movie has absolutely gorgeous women and hideous men. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Kate shows up. She's got the big old shoulder pads. Uh, but she doesn't really do anything in the movie, so I don't want a toy of her. I don't I don't give a shit about Kate other than very much appreciating that she is a beautiful woman. So the, so the next person, next people that show up is Charlie the Yuppie mm-hmm. and his girlfriend, uh, who is Amy Yazbek, who I absolutely love this woman, and it's all because of Robin Hood Men in Tights. <laughs> um, the chastity belt. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, this, I, I didn't, I don't think I had ever seen her in anything else, and seeing her in this movie, she's a lot younger. Yeah. Um, she's supposed to be like a, like a pop star or something, and uh, most of the time she's in this, like, crazy outfit, and I don't think we need a toy of her. <laughs> right. But we definitely need a toy of Charlie the Yuppie. He shows up in his, like, red sports car, which will be a vehicle, because this movie is sparse on vehicles. Yes. Um, he shows up in his red sports car. He's kind of an asshole, but he and he and Jesse are definitely good buddies. Uh, so he's going to be in his, like, Hawaiian shirt, because he, I think he wears multiple Hawaiian shirts, but... Hawaiian shirt, and for some reason I'm picturing him in something yellow. It, it, it's probably, it might be yellow pants or something. Maybe. I, I, I can't remember. Also, he reminds me of Chet from Weird Science. And it's just so funny that there's so many similarities. Because he does show up and he's just like a douche. 
he's from something else too. I when I looked him up on IMDb, that actor is um, he's from another '80s movie, and I didn't recognize him at all. It's like when he was a lot younger, uh, but I can't remember. I can't remember what it is now because I had to look up his name because I couldn't couldn't understand it. Um, <laughs> but so Charlie has to come with his Uzi with a comically long barrel because for some reason this dude has an Uzi. And I don't even, I don't know a lot about guns, so it's possible that Uzis really do have long barrels. The only Uzi I've really ever had my hands on is the one attached to Operation Wolf at the arcade. <laughs> um, but he's got his Uzi, he's got to have his switchblade, because at some point he's like fending off a bad guy with his switchblade, and he's got to come with vodka, because he's always drinking. Yeah, I mean, that's really all I got for Charlie. He He's uh, he's a pretty he's one of those characters that when he first shows up, you just can't stand him. And then the, as the movie goes on, you just grow to love him because he's just always there. Uh, so so Charlie's like super important, but he's just he's not that exciting of a toy. Right. Um, kind of like Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the, so the next character that uh, that shows up is Bill Maher. Uh, I, I believe Bill Maher is like a, a record executive and he's coming to sign Amy Asbeck. Or right. Or whatever. I hate Bill Maher. Bill Maher can go to hell. He doesn't get a toy. <laughs> Fuck um, so the next the next toy is going to be Gramps, whose name is also Jesse, but they they call him Gramps. Right. So, um, so as not to confuse us simple plebeians exactly. in the 80s trying to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it probably would have fucked me up. Uh, so when Gramps first shows up, he's in a coffin. So I'm picturing this toy. Maybe it's a deluxe figure, and it comes with uh, the coffin and, like, He's in packaged in the coffin, and he has his like death mask on, and he's wrapped up in all the mummy wraps and stuff. Nice. Um, and then he comes with like his prospector gear that he can wear over the mummy wraps. It's crazy what this dude looks like. He's got he's got like, all withered and old looking. See, look, I think I think you're going about making money on it the wrong way. Okay. I think you should do a single pack of Gramps, and you should have either an exclusive or a mail away the mummified coffin. He's Mumra. That that's great, and then you don't even have to sculpt another toy, right? <laughs> you just use the you just just cast that shit in silicone, but and, and just sell Mumra to us. I again. love having him <laughs> packaged with the death mask on. That's yeah. great. It's such a cool reveal too when they dig him up because they don't know if you haven't seen the movie before, you don't know what they're gonna dig up, and and it's he's terrifying. Yes. Like that's one of the only scary things in the movie is like him and Slim Razor. Slim Razor gave me the chills as a kid. He's got some, oh man, he's got some creepy moments for sure. That death mask on him and he kind of comes towards him and I guess he pulls his pistol on him mm-hmm. and then they realize who he is and, and he takes the mask off and there's this old old prospector. He's like a, a zombie prospector with his big old, he's even got a big fake beard, you know. Barn too. Yeah, what somehow y'all his, doing? <laughs> his skin degenerated but his hair is still fluff. <laughs> oh yeah, his hair looks like it came right off the Party City shelves. Right. <laughs> Uh, so, so like Gramps is, is probably the best character in the movie. He's like got the most funny moments. Cause like you get the fish out of water stuff where he's, he doesn't know anything about modern, uh, society. There's a scene where he's sitting there, he keeps pulling tissue out of a tissue box and he's like, they just keep coming. <laughs> so he's got to come with the tissue box. Um, he's... <laughs> The, the reason uh, I was thinking a deluxe thing is because he definitely needs a rocking chair because mm-hmm. he spends a huge portion of the movie in a rocking chair. Uh, he's got to have beers and whiskey because uh, he's always drinking. Because how else do you survive being thousands of years old or hundreds of years old? I don't know the 
I don't remember how old he's supposed to be, but he's... I don't either. He's super old. And, I mean, most of us have to drink to survive anyway. So, right. So, if I was hundreds of years old, I would probably go through lots of whiskey. Million dollar question, though. <laughs> is he coming with a dog or pillar? Or no. A, no, the, ca- the catter puppy... Catter puppy. Uh, the ca- pillar. <laughs> the catter puppy is the next the next character. Okay. Um, but I guess I have to. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip over the uh, the big old uh, like the big I don't even know what to call him like a caveman guy that comes out and steals the skull the first time. Yeah. I, I don't know that he gets a toy. Um, partially that's just because I, I I tried really hard to stay to six figures even though. I, I don't know. It's that whole like restriction breeds creativity or whatever. But I think I, I think I wrote something down about. Oh well, that. I screwed up then. <laughs> no, no, no. I, that's not to uh, that's not to dog on you at all. Um, it's just more that like I, no. Now that I'm thinking about it, you'd have to have that guy because you got to have some bad guys. And the way that I built this toy line, the only bad guy is Slim Razor. Right. And uh, and and he doesn't even come in the normal toy line. So I'm just gonna I'm breaking the rules. We're gonna. I'm gonna throw in uh, two different generic bad guy toys. So you have the big, the big caveman. Uh, the he he's got to be a wrestler. That guy. He's like. I have to look it he's up. He's one of those dudes. He's like. He's huge and jacked, now but I he's, gotta know. he's also got a big gut too. But it's like a muscle gut. It's like um, not quite Bam Bam Bigelow. Barrel chested. And he's like balding, you know. So he's definitely a dude who, in his prime, was just like cut out of stone Reckon you know <laughs> and now he still looks huge and i would never mess with that guy uh but now he's wearing a loincloth and um running around in a fake jungle stealing a, a skull and um hiding from a from a brontosaurus <laughs> so that that guy maybe he would he would come with like a campfire or maybe you uh, sell him with the big mole monster that eats him so then when they go into the jungle to get the skull back from the big muscle guy, that's when they run into the Caterpuppy. And the Caterpuppy is a dog-sized caterpillar with a dog's face. And he's green, and he's got little, like, alien alien antenna. And it's, like, the cutest, creepiest fucking thing on the planet. <laughs> it's so weird. And, of course, they bring the Caterpuppy back. The same time, when they go into the jungle biome... They, they also, uh, the skull gets taken away by a pterodactyl and, uh, Jesse has to like climb a tree and steal the skull back from a baby pterodactyl. So I have the, the way we're selling you the Caterpuppy is a Caterpuppy and baby pterodactyl two pack. So it's like a, it's like a creature pack. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and like the baby pterodactyl has to have a spring mouth so that he can hold the skull in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got to come with a big old stake because that's how they get the skull back from him is trading right. him a steak. Um, they both have to have bibs because they sit at the dinner table in, in like the big, uh, one of the final scenes. Mm-hmm. So you got to have a removable bib for the, uh, for the catter puppy and the baby pterodactyl. And, and really like, I mean, that's all the, the catter puppy doesn't ever look different. As much right. as I want six different Caterpuppies, I don't, it's kind of like Baby Yoda. So yeah, you're not going to be able to do six different versions, but you can do multiple different styles. Like I said, you can you can expand into Funko Pops. You can have a plush. You can have one with lights and sounds, or not lights, but animatronic. Animatronic. Yeah. Like you how many of those would you buy? Life size. You would have a fucking house full of them. <laughs> yeah, I would be screwed. I would definitely <laughs> be screwed. I I would be. Uh, 
I would have to mortgage my house for catter puppies. Yes. <laughs> and then my house would be full of catter puppies. It would just be a vicious cycle. I feel like you're doing that GameStop stock thing. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm still don't fully understand what how that all happened, but... If I lost ends... all my money on catter puppies because I was trying to buy catter puppies, and now I need more catter puppies. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow all I have is catter puppies. Help me. <laughs> So after the Caterpuppy and Baby Pterodactyl 2-pack, the, the next character I have is Princess Virgin Hottie, who I don't think has a name in the movie. It's Virgin. It's just Virgin? Okay. I just saw on IMDb it's Virgin. Um, looking, when I was looking on IMDb before, I noticed that that chick is, a, number one, is a Playboy model, and number two, has been in a couple other movies as like the hot chick who shows up at the end of the movie and doesn't say much. Right. So, uh, but as wrong as it seems to give her a toy when she, she really doesn't do much. I liked her a lot better than the other two characters. So I decided to give her a toy, which is a shame that the chick that doesn't even have a name has more personality than the two main female leads. It's true. It's true too. Like she, she throws dough at Charlie at some point, so she could come with a dough ball. Yeah. And you could maybe put her in uh, her different outfits. Like, she could have her sacrificial virgin outfit. And that would go along with uh, the the other villain character, which would be the Aztec ninjas that show up. Um, they just, like, appear out of nowhere and, like, clonk Gramps over the head and steal the skull. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you could have, you could have like, maybe a two-pack of those guys. Or maybe you have a deluxe set with, like, a cardboard altar and it's got Princess Virgin Hottie laying on it. Princess Virgin Hottie. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and it comes with like three different Aztec ninjas to, um, to try and sacrifice her. Uh, and then, so the last figure that I have is, I think, kind of the Boba Fett of the movie. And that's Bill the Electrician slash Adventurer. Uh, and he doesn't have a lot of screen time, but he, he, he shows up, tears a big hole in the wall... And then uh, opens up his toolbox to reveal a flashlight and a sword. And then he goes in and helps him save Princess Virgin Hottie from the ninjas. So I, th- I think he would come with a, a string that he uses to guide his way back back into the house. Got a removable tool belt. Got his toolbox with a sword and a business card that says electrician slash adventurer. And who is he played by? Uh, he's... My God, it's the guy from it's the guy from Cheers. I can't think of his John name. Ratzenberger. John Ratzenberger, yes. Oh man, uh, I can't believe I couldn't remember his name. Uh, so you wouldn't know this guy's name, but the wrestler dude is Gus Rethwish. Rethwish. Deathwish. Rethwish. <laughs> uh, he apparently acted, you know, in in Scorpion King and Twins, and uh, but I think it's very similar. Like not many speaking parts. But are you done with figures? So. Um, Yes, yeah. There's I a gorilla in this one. movie, and you don't have a figure of the gorilla. I don't remember the gorilla. Or maybe it's just a character named Gorilla. I can't. So I can't I'm, remember. I'm the looking gorilla. at the IMDb, and I don't remember the gorilla either. But Kane Hodder is in this movie, and he plays Gorilla. Oh my god! I wonder if he's just in the party. I don't know. That would be so weird to have Kane Hodder as a generic gorilla in in House Two in the party scene. Yeah. Oh no! You know what? Okay. So the, I do remember the gorilla when um, when Mister Deathwish comes out of the uh, out of the jungle, he bumps into this girl, and she's talking to a guy in a gorilla suit, and okay. he takes the mask off and he goes after the big guy and he's like, "What's the big idea, buddy?" And then the guy throws him off of the balcony. 
So that's 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 the Kane Hodder. Oh man, so he definitely needs a toy. If we're making in 2021, if we're making a House Two toy line, you'd have to make the gorilla. Yes, that would be essential because you'd sell those to anybody who knows wrestlers or uh, or, or Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. Oh man. Yes. That's so. awesome. I'm so glad you you said that because I I did not remember the gorilla, and then as soon as you started talking about it. it. It started flowing. Well, and I'd like to say, like, I didn't, that wasn't knowledge that I had. Like, I was looking up, trying to figure out, because you piqued my interest. I was like, I hadn't seen the movie in forever. Was it an actual wrestler? And maybe he did, like, independent stuff or whatever. Yeah. He was not a known wrestler. But then I saw Kane Hodder build his gorilla, and I'm like, what? <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah. He kind of looked like a wimpy dude, too. I wonder if, uh, I, I don't know. I, I got to go back and watch it again and see if, he, if like, his his image like reminds me of anything. Cause, yeah. Like, I'm used to seeing Kane Hodder as Jason and that's it. I don't really, I, I'm not a, as big a wrestling guy, so I don't really, I couldn't tell pick him out from a lineup, you know, unless he had a hockey mask on, then I'd probably be able to figure it out. So, yeah. So I think I did. Was there any other ones that you think I missed? Like that? Uh, no, no. I mean, you, in your head? I, I get exactly why you left the, the chicks off and, doesn't one of them end up with Virgin Princess Hottie? Yes, Jesse does. Jesse does. Yeah, it's so weird. And like his whole... his girl is like a yuppie and and is obsessed with fame and leaves with Bill Maher and he's just like chalking it up to well I didn't need her anyway. <laughs> well, like and he the... ends up with Princess uh, Princess Virgin, Virgin Hottie <laughs> and and Caterpuppy and Baby Teradot. Like he comes <laughs> out on top for sure. He, he basically has like an adult version of peewee's playhouse oh my god you're right (laughs) (laughs) so yeah uh the the second the first vehicle the most the the coolest vehicle is definitely slim razor's skeleton horse Mm -hmm. because holy shit a skeleton horse is the coolest thing i mean it's on screen for like five seconds it like it's like a really awkward uh stop motion horse and then you have the weird like split screen of the actor of slim razor getting off of it and then you never see it again. <laughs> the horse is cool as shit. It's it's fucking awesome. Like you look at a, I mean, Skeleton Warriors toy line, right? You could yes. basically just port that horse into this, and it would be perfect because it's like getting to see that thing for real is is pretty awesome. Uh, but but that would obviously come with Slim Razor, and mm-hmm. Slim Razor is our main villain, and he's like a he's like a rotting zombie cowboy. Um, he's got all the, the tattered, uh, duster and he's got his cowboy hat and his face is all rotted away. He's Tex Hex if McFarlane designed him. You're right. He's like edgelord Tex Hex. Yes. You're totally right. His, all of his clothes are rotted away and everything. And he's got his pistol on his belt, you know, and, uh, he's just a cool looking character. Like I would want a toy of that even not knowing what it was. He scared the shit out of me as a kid seeing this movie. Like I know you said you didn't feel any suspense or fear or anything. And the movie does have a very light tone through all of act, you know, 0.5 through (laughs) the, to where you get to the final showdown. Right. Like it starts off very dark and then it's like campy and and kooky and it goes in a million different places. Like you, yeah, you don't like, know what's going on. It's got elements of like weird science and elements of troll and, and all these <laughs> other movies from the 80s. Like it just pulled together and then it gets dark again. Like this dude's like, bitch, you forgot about me? I opened this movie. <laughs> yeah, like that, that opening scene is almost... It, it really made me think of the opening scene of Drag Me to Hell where 
where they're in this, uh, it's like so tense and scary. And, and part of it was because they're in this room with the big staircase with the landing. But yeah, I mean, he comes in and he shoots the the dad, he shoots Jesse's dad, and then he shoots the mom too. Like, he just, he just cold-blooded murders oh, yeah. him. It's very, like you said, it's very serious. And then the movie gets goofy. Right. Um, so Slim Razor has to be a deluxe set with the horse. He also comes with a, a separate uh, serving platter with his head on it. And it would be an extra bonus if there was some way for that to be like on a table and he rises up. Because that's another one of the like borderline scary scenes in the movie. Yes. Because everybody's around the table kind of goofing off. The Caterpuppies being cute. The baby pterodactyls making noises. And uh, Princess Virgin Hottie's bringing all the food in. Because of course she just falls right into the... Uh, the 50s housewife. The, 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 yeah. She's, <laughs> she's, she's from some alternate dimension. But she but knows, she knows that's how to her cook job. <laughs> Uh, and then they take the, uh, the uh, Jesse comes, he brings in the platter with like the, the, the main course on it and they whip the top off and Slim Razor bursts out of it. And he's like seven feet tall. He's low pan sized. Yes. And he, he rises straight up out of the, out of the table and confronts them right there. It, it's like, comes out of nowhere. And all of a sudden this horrifying monster is, is on your table. It's a great scene. <laughs> Oh, it, it, it gave me the, it scared the shit out of me as a kid. Yeah. Um, Cause again, like it, it, the, the movie subverts you, like you're watching all this goofy campy stuff and they're like buddy hijinks and, Oh, we got to go get the skull from this pterodactyl. And let's bring yeah. the pterodactyl home. Like he so said, uh, we, we, we saved this virgin hottie and now she's going to cook us dinner. And then like this scary ass skull cowboy is back. Yeah, yeah, like, it, it's never scary, never tense, even when they're, like, they have to sword fight for their lives. Right. Like they're climbing a tree, and there's a giant pterodactyl. That That's all played for laughs, but then as soon as that dude shows up, it's, like, it's terrifying. And he, like, he immediately shoots Grandpa, and, and uh, I mean, I don't know if he can even die. He's an old guy. He's an old, uh, withered-up zombie, so there's a bullet, does a bullet hurt a zombie? And he didn't hit him in the head, so. Right. He should be fine. Um, and, and I guess I should spend a little less time talking about what happens in the movie. But, uh, <laughs> but like, uh, I, I was, as you can tell, I was really excited by watching this movie again. Like, I, I had favorable memories of the movie, but not that favorable. So I, I just, I don't know. I think people should watch it for sure. Absolutely. Um, so, like, Slim Razor's got to come with his gun belt. It's got to be a removable pistol that he can wield, you know. Uh, and then he's also got to have an opening chest compartment where he can store the skull, the the crystal skull yes. in there. Because there's that scene at the end of the movie where he literally tears his chest open to pull the skull out of there so that he can... I guess he's just, like, gloating at that point. <laughs> I don't think he's uh, doing anything with it. He's just, like... Wasn't well, he trying to get it on the altar? Maybe, maybe so. Because there's two skulls. Yeah. I'm kind of going to get to the altar with the playset. Okay. Um, but but yeah, I, I don't remember why he pulls the skull out of his chest because it's basically he just like pulls the skull out of his chest and then he gets he gets killed. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but that would definitely be an awesome toy, like skeleton warrior style. You know, you almost just port over the uh, one of the skeleton warriors, put a hat and a duster on him, and you're good to go. There you go. <laughs> and um, that horse could be used over and over again. Yeah, and it would sell like hotcakes, man. Yeah. 
Um, and then the other vehicle that I have is way less exciting. It's the 1986 Alfa Romeo Spider, <laughs> which they say in the movie is the only reason why I know that. But uh, it's a sweet red. Uh, That's Charlie's con- car. Convertible yuppie mobile. Yeah. Um, and it, it would be like a typical Kenner style sports car. I'm picturing like the ones from Dick Tracy would work or like yeah. maybe the one from The Shadow. You know, it doesn't have to really look like the real car, but it would just be like a fun toy for you to play around with you fit a couple of toys in there maybe it has an opening closing roof um and and that's really it like maybe it comes with an alternate version of of charlie in his original uh outfit or maybe it comes with uh amy yazbeck and uh lar park something or other drive it off <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i don't think you even need to if you're if you're selling it that kind of a toy line, a kid's toy line, that the, a red sports car is going to sell. It's just yeah. cool. And then lastly from this, the playset. I mean, the playset's a gimme. We spend the entire movie in this house. Right. Um, there's, there's The movie's called House 2, The Second Story, which is, by the way, is a fucking genius title. Yeah, it it's really like, is. It's so good. And it's so much different than the first movie. I... I know I've seen the first movie, but I don't remember anything about it. It's much more serious. I know there's like a, a military zombie in mm. that one. I remember seeing House uh, all the time at the grocery store for right. rent. The video uh, rental. VHS. Like, what was it? Dell Champs? Rotting Finger. Yeah. Going for, to the doorbell. Schwagman's. Schwagman's? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Schwagman's, Dell Champs, Potato Potato. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing, different city. Um, so, so the house, I'm, I'm picturing. Um, I couldn't think of another playset that would be similar to this, but I'm picturing you have to do the big entryway with the big staircase that goes on it, and you got to have the uh, the big doors, the big uh, ornate doors that open up on the front to go in, and you go up to the staircase. Um, it's got to have in that same room the uh, the big fireplace with a uh, a place where you can put the skull in there, right? And that'll activate different features. Maybe you like you push down on the on the skull and it'll uh, rotate a room at the top of the stairs that changes from the jungle to um, the Aztec temple to the western town. So you have like three different uh, compartments in that That's top cool. part. Uh, so you can you can get into all of your different zones of the movie because that's like. The I guess the house is kind of like the TARDIS from Doctor Who. It's like bigger on the inside. Right. You know? It's like, even though it's a big house, there's no way all that shit would actually fit in that house. Yeah. Um, maybe you have like a um, a little in the in the main room. There's like a, a piece of the wall that can come out, and you can go into the crawl space where they end up in the uh, the Aztec Temple or something. Although I did just say the Aztec Temple would be up at the top of the stairs. So. <laughs> so, here's a thought. The house itself is like a gray skull or snake mountain. It folds shut. But when you open it, you've got half of it that's the normal house. And the other half is maybe three different bios. That's a cool idea. Um, Although I really, I do really like your idea where you put the skull and it it causes a feature that, you know. But then I'm thinking like if you just have it spin around, what are you going to do with the accessories? Like when you get to the jungle one, you've got to have the tree. Right. Right. And so you almost need a separate compartment in there to be that where the tree yeah. is is a hard piece of plastic and you've got sticker decals for the scenery. <laughs> Maybe the tree could come with the baby pterodactyl and caterpuppy 
It's like the tree with the nest. Oh. And then it could plug in to yeah. the Yeah, uh, so you just have it split in half in the package. Yeah. And you put it together and, and like, hey, for more, like, so it could stand on its own. Right, but it would also have But a it would spot. also fit into, that's that's a good idea. That now you're fun. selling toys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, something that just popped into my head is you could have different versions of the skull that could come with different people, depending on which skull you plug into the to the altar on the fireplace. It activates a different feature in the house. That'd be neat. Maybe like uh, computer chips, you know, like Skylanders technology or something like yeah. that. Well, I mean, even before Skylanders, they had it in Star Wars with the like voice activated chips. That's true. The Comtech the chip, Comtech chips, or the Simpsons. That yeah, are the all Simpsons have the different right interactives, now. and wrestling figures did it too. Uh, you can even have different skulls with every character, right? You, you know, everybody comes with a different colored skull or a different. Instead of a Comtech chip, it's a skull with a yeah. little. You know, at this point, technology is so far advanced. I'm sure it could be the size of like a, a watch battery or even smaller yeah. that fits that connects with the panel and and basically completes the circuit throughout the house yeah and who cares if it's movie accurate you know they, they, it could be every color of the rainbow you right know, a different skull and it, it, it activates something else that would that would be sweet and the other the other two features that i have for the for the playset, number one would be there has to be a uh, a panel on the floor that you push down and an ironing board falls out because that's the first jump scare in the movie is uh he like he hears a noise and then he like bumps into something an ironing board comes out and bumps him on the head yep. so you have like the ironing board trap um and then the other thing is and there has to be some kind of a kitchen and there has to be a cabinet with a rotating section and in that rotating section that's where you get rochelle because that's that's the place she shows back up is he he opens the cabinet expecting it to be the baby pterodactyl and it's and it's rochelle in there with a wine bottle yeah <laughs> waiting for him she's been waiting there for like a day so, you got to add one more thing to the house, in my opinion. I'm with it. You got to have the uh, like a an extension, the, the base that the house sits on, that has the grave of Grandpa. Oh yeah, perfect, perfect. Yeah, so it doesn't it, have to be a full blown like cemetery up on the hill or something. Like, yeah, yeah, but at least a little. So it would be a hard plastic base that the house sits in, right? And you can have the the cemetery, like the hill, and just have the one tombstone. Or that, that would even make it possible for you to to have the basement where they hang out in too. Yeah. So if you if you have it lifted up so that you can have the the grave, that would be awesome. There you go. Yeah, yeah, like a big a big uh, a plastic hill that has the the tombstone, and you like push the tombstone down, and Gramps pops up out yeah, of it or something. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, that would be awesome. Why there doesn't this exist? Uh, because you and I would buy it and like maybe three other people I know. You're right. <laughs> but the catter puppy sold. That catter puppy sold. For so I do think there's money in the catter puppy. I Dude, think. Some, they're leaving some money. How does Funko not have, because that license has to be dirt cheap. Um, well, I, I, I don't have anything else written down on my notes and I don't have anything else in my brain telling me uh, that I need to make sure that I talk about it. So I think we got, we got House 2 covered. We have the ultimate House 2 toy line. We have the ultimate... Big Trouble in Little China toy line covered. Um, so if you work for a toy company and you want to license those, you know, just give us a call. We, we, we got this covered. We'll, we'll sell our ideas cheap. Yep. Uh, as long as we get the toys. Uh, yeah, you can a... take credit for the whole thing. I don't <laughs> care. Just give me my Jack Burton and my, my John Cusack, Andrew McCarthy, Jesse. <laughs> We're good. And uh, Virgin Princess Hottie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, she would definitely be the, the dark horse. She would sell 
sell through very quickly. And I'm real excited about that San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Kane Hodder in a gorilla outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got like a cloth outfit. He comes with a, a hockey mask, too, yeah. just to get that cross sell. That's genius. <laughs> well, I, I think that it's probably fine to wind it down. Um, so before we do that, I want to say, I want to give you an opportunity to plug your social media stuff anything that you want people who hear this podcast to know about why should they find you and if they do where can they do that so if you find me personally uh you're gonna be very bored it's just a lot of memes and baby yoda gifts uh however omega level toys and comics we are on facebook we are on instagram a local brick and mortar toy store the facebook page and the instagram are the places to be all the new items we get in get shown there first uh we do ship so if you're you know states away and you see something hot as long as you can pay for it we can mail it to you uh and then obviously if you're local we also have uh the nola gulf south figure fanatics group that we're in uh, both jonathan and i uh and there's probably going to be some more exciting things on the internet that we're cooking up we won't get into that yet but definitely give the store page a like and a follow on Instagram, on Facebook, and we get new toys in every day. And hopefully we'll be the ones to first show you when a Big Trouble in Little China or a House 2 toy line <laughs> shows up out of nowhere. And we'll make sure that we put links to, to all of that stuff in the uh, whatever kind of show notes and or uh, wherever this is posted, it'll have that stuff on there. Um, if you want more of Six Figures, Two Vehicles, and a Playset, you can find us at salesaurustoys.com. Uh, that's the only thing on salesaurustoys.com right now is this podcast. Uh, maybe that'll change, but but that's all we got right now. Uh, you can also find Salesaurus on Facebook uh, or Instagram. And again, there'll be links to all that as well. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. And hopefully you'll be back for the next episode. And hopefully, Travis, if, would you mind coming back another time? Oh, I would absolutely love it. I mean, uh, I'm already, like, I'm. if we had more time, I'd go into Robin Hood men in tights right now. <laughs> Six figures to